your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's happening? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast. Episode number 26. That's not right. 36. I I, I was like, a, you know, the, the women who always stick their age uh, at one spot, trying to make yourself 10 years younger than you are. 36, not 26 this time, but that's Chris Level on Choice Woodman. I saw you uh, raise the eyebrow. You think I was digging a hole there? Well, yeah, and you, and you just kept digging. Yeah, okay. so well, I, I uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, foot, mouth, I'm, I'm used to that. It can only get better so. from here, Woodman. It can that's only right. Get better from here. That's that right. is right. Yeah. So uh, the, had a week with some uh, NFL draft going on this past weekend. We got to see... Um, Tyree Wilson and his name called extremely early. That was pretty fun to to watch from Kansas City. Um, we'll talk some basketball, some questions on that front. We'll get to a few questions of all varieties. So uh, how was your week, Lowe? It was good. Yeah. Um, now into, uh, into the month of May. So School starts to wind down for for everybody, whether uh, college, high school, uh, elementary, uh, pre-K, you know, whatever you got going. Yeah, we're getting uh, getting in the home stretch here as far as this academic year goes. And one of the things that always uh, is a part of the the late April scene from a sports uh, situation is the college football and professional football kind of mm-hmm. collide in in this event called the NFL Draft. I think. Uh, over 320,000 people attended uh, the draft in Kansas City um, and just massive amounts of, of TV viewers. And it's just kind of a unique event that's really a bunch of giant phone calls um, is, is kind <laughs> yeah. of what it uh, what it comes down to. But it's kind of but it, it sure is fun when um, when a Red Raider is, you know, as highlighted and focused as, as Tyree was uh, going into the draft. And obviously he ends up being the seventh pick overall uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders, but uh, just, just kind of fond of celebration uh, of him and, and tech football and all those yeah. things uh, last week and watching somebody achieve their dreams and in, in a unbelievable suit with a double T inside the sport code and uh, picking the commissioner up and nearly suplexing him. And that was fun. Yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was good stuff. Uh, really cool story, man. Just for a player that kind of showed up, just never, never would have thought that this is how it would have ended. But man, that's the beauty of sports, man. You know, it's, uh, you know, and, and that's the beauty of the draft. All it takes is one team to believe in you, uh, like the Raiders did, and you end up... Uh, your bank account's never the same again. <laughs> no doubt. Level, I remember, I think this was two years ago, you and I were standing somewhere at Texas Tech and and Tyree Wilson walks by and you said, we're looking for a lot more guys that look like that. <laughs> and and yeah. just the measurables, that sort of thing. And you, you he, he shows up in a huge way, lives up to not just the size, but the talent and the, the athletic ability this past season. But think just thinking about where he went from in one season because i think he had about a well, a fifth to seventh round grade if he would have left last year and gone to the draft he goes from that sort of thing to a, a top 10 pick in the draft and and there's stories like that every year but it's it's really cool when it's your guy 
Yeah, it, it is. Um, I, I think, uh, you, you know, p- part of Tyree's story is, and that's part of the, you know, I, in fact, it was, it was funny because I had somebody in my family reach out to me and go, Max Duggan, seventh round pick. Uh, now they live in Fort Worth and, and, and all those things. And I said, yeah, I mean, I, I get it, you know, because you're thinking like Heisman Trophy finalists and all sure. that, but he doesn't have a strong arm. He doesn't have big time measurables. He's not running a 4-4. And, 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 and the NFL is just very much in the measurables game. Yes. You know, it needs to look the part and there needs to be production with it. And there's examples to the contrary all over the place. But if you have the measurables and that's just a word. And so in other words, are you tall enough? Are you Mm -hmm. fast enough? Do you weigh enough? Are you, um, do you have this kind of wingspan? I mean, all all the things that you can include into the measurables conversation and Tyree, he checks about every box that, that you're looking for from a measurable standpoint. And he's not perfect, but he's a guy and you just haven't had many that look like him that when, when you eyeball him, it's kind of like you 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 built him in a factory and said, "Hey, what's your <laughs> prototypical, you know, outside linebacker or rush end or whatever your scheme, you know, that, that you, you you want to employ is? This is what it looks like. Yeah, right. I mean, he looks like the the Under Armour, you know, uniform, uh, mo- like uh, the plastic, <laughs> yeah, you the, know, thing that they hang the guys the they have on. inside the yeah. The it's got like there's building. more muscles yeah. on those guys. I'm like, but that's that's Tyree. He's a real human. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but when you add the production to to it with the, the measurables conversation, that's when you start cooking with gas, man. And then Tyree was able to do that. And it was uh, it was interesting last week here, and you know because. When you're in the the part of the draft where Tyree was, like we're talking top ten, yeah, it's not about um, all the things that you maybe are. They they really start to look at what you aren't, and you start to hear the negatives, and sure. they're looking for reasons, or media, or a team, or a decision maker, whatever. They start to try to poke at it, right, and, and come up with reasons on why you shouldn't pick a guy that high because people if you miss a pick in the top 10 and it's a bust you get fired you know and that, yes. that's just the the reality of that profession and so you were trying to mitigate risk like i need to know you know and look does tyree play too high does he play in the big 12 conference uh is he semi-raw um did, did he have enough sacks last year i, I heard all kinds of different things yeah, uh, he plays at Texas Tech. Whatever the naysayers were, but I, I just, you know, and and some of the things that I was asked to to be a part of radio interviews or whatever it was, I, I just I just I had a hard time with some of the line of questioning at some level, and it kind of frustrated me because I just I don't I can't. There's nothing bad I could say about the kid, man. No. Uh, he's a freak in every sense of the word. I'm clearly biased. I don't apologize for that. I've been around him a <laughs> or lot. Should you? Yeah, I, I'm I'm around him. Uh, I've been around him a lot and and watched him up close. And uh, I just th- I think the Raiders got themselves a one hell of a human and one hell of a football player. He doesn't say a whole lot, and and I think that goes a, a long long ways. But uh, I was pleased that the Raiders, um, you know, picked him at seven, and you know Max Crosby and Chandler Jones uh, uh will be a pretty good you know, duo to learn from, uh, mm-hmm. depending on how, how they, you know, schematically, how they kind of set that up. But 
Um, you know, the Raiders have got, you know, and I think it was interesting because Tyree, they, they asked him in his media scrum after it was over, hey, is there a quarterback you would love to sack? And he's like, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> and they said, uh, they said, do you have a message for him? And he said, no, sir. No, I don't. I mean, and that, that, that kind of just sums up right. uh, who Tyree Wilson is. Uh, and I, I wouldn't put it past him to sack Patrick Mahomes. So I, I uh, would guess you might see that happen. <laughs> I love the tweet from Pat Mahomes too. Good luck, but uh, take it easy on me, that sort of thing. And, and they'll play two times a year now, as long they're as on, they're in the same division. They're on the same team, but they're on different teams. That's right. Right? Yeah. Right. So both, uh, just, both the just, Red Raiders and... The sack him, don't hurt him. That's all we're asking. Yeah, there there you go. Keep yeah. keep it clean. Yeah. 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 That's, what we, that's what we want. So, yeah, NFL draft. Cool. And, and you mentioned you don't... The measurable type of thing. We, we haven't seen just a ton of those guys go through Texas Tech, but you got a couple on campus coming into this next season that are that are close. And, and Miles Cole, Steve Linton, these are uh, these big prototypical pass rush type of guys that I think you can, if they can take a, especially a Cole that you saw him come on a little bit at the end of last year. If you can take a, a leap like you saw from Tyree Wilson in this season, those are guys you should be excited about. Yeah, I I think so. I think, um, you know, that duo right there has a combined, I think I'm right here. I think that has, they have a combined five and a half sacks total in their Mm -hmm. college careers. Yeah. And so, you know, there's some measurables there, but I mean, again, the production and that that's really what's at stake here, uh, you know, for, for them this next year. But, uh, yeah, it would certainly be nice if, if one of them, you know, really lit it up and and it i mean heck if we want to get greedy yeah you, you'd love to see both of them light <laughs> sure. it up but uh um i i think you know the, yeah they do have some measurables and and i think that if they can you know add some production to it and show that um that they are they still have more to grow and and they're just kind of tapping into potential i mean yeah i i think uh, i don't I, I, let's let's be honest here. I don't envision a top ten uh, pick by anybody on the Texas sure. Tech roster or anything like that. But uh, uh, but having said that, to be fair, I probably would have said the same thing a year ago at this time. So that's right. again, that's the beauty of sports, man. That is the beauty of sports, mm-hmm. and uh, who knows? Uh, Tech didn't end up getting anybody else drafted. Uh, you had a few guys signed. Of those guys that signed level, who do you think projects to have the best opportunity or best? career in the nfl yeah you have uh you have muddy waters that goes to the jets uh, you have sir Roderick thompson that goes to the saints and then you have trey wolf that goes to the titans mm-hmm. I, I i you know i think trey wolf has got a, a real shot to to stick in the league yeah i think uh 42 out of 52 in his college career uh i think uh and again you know, you just have to be really good when it counts uh, in the preseason for for a guy like Trey. But I, I think um, he'll have a chance. And then, you know, the thing about, you know, Robert Sala, that, that is the head coach for the Jets, a defensive-minded guy and all that, uh, I guarantee you he could find something for Muddy Waters to excel at. What just concerns me back on the measurables conversation is that 4940. Mm-hmm. that uh, muddy ran because it's too slow to be a safety in some ways too slow to be a linebacker yeah uh or or, or can he make up for it with intelligence and just football smarts and and football iq and angles and 
So we'll see because, I mean, I, that's why he wasn't picked, if we're being honest. I mean, the production off the charts, I think, led the country in DBs with tackles for loss, but just uh, he clocked a slower 40 time, you know. And yeah. uh, I think, uh, you know, and, and I I thought Sir Roderick had the next best chance to have his name called, but you just never know with that, kind of, that position. Um, and, again, I think that uh, his 40 time and – and all that is is certainly something, but I mean, you know, they all three, honestly, I, I, but I, I may feel best about Trey Wolf, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, you know, that, that one, that one is a bit tricky and you just, uh, sure. you're not real sure, but careers get extended more now than they ever have before, just because of uh, the XFL and the USFL and all those things. And so, um, you know, ho hopefully th those three guys and, and, you know, Tyree will, but uh, get, get a, a brief, a brief to long career in the NFL uh, before uh, they're done playing football. Sticking with football transfer portal for football. Uh, as far as the entry into the transfer portal officially closed. Does this mean Texas tech has escaped any trouble without any big names getting in? What, what does that tell us? Well, you um, th there, there's about depending on when you're listening to this, yeah. there's still another about a 48 hour period, okay. 36 hour period, 24 hour period, depending on when you hear this to where, you know, you may not, the public may not be aware of it. Um, mm -hmm. If they entered Saturday, um, th there's kind of this grace period kind of window to where, so hopefully no late news trickles uh, out because technically the window was on Saturday night uh -huh. and yet, you know, on Sunday, you know, Michigan state, it's announced that they've lost their starting quarterback to the True. portal. Yeah. And there's some things that have, that have still trickled out. So I don't, I don't want to say you're, you're out of the woods yet. Uh, but, but certainly hope that is uh, the case. Um, if, if somebody has jumped in there, we, we are at, at this point, you and I are talking about, we are unaware of that. At, That's at, true. At the, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, fingers crossed there. You did, however, um, earlier last week, you did lose Jack Tucker, Caden Weatherby, LB mm -hmm. Moore, uh, none projected to, to play, uh, a, a significant role really this year, maybe even into the following season, the 24 season. These are younger players that are, that are, you, you know, I think, um, and, and I think this is a good uh, way to, while not trying to make Caden Weatherby or Jack Tucker or LB more like look bad or anything like that, not, not my intention here. I think what it's more important though, to mention Caden Carr, Daniel Sill and Dylan Spencer. Mm -hmm. the, these are three of your early enroll enrollee freshmen mm -hmm. that had essentially kind of leapfrogged some folks on the depth chart and as a coach. And when you're running a program, when you're into recruiting, you, you, theoretically you want to over recruit or out recruit what you did the year before yeah. and if you could always do that it gets hard obviously but when you can always at some level do that then i think you you know that's when you can sustain success sure. in college athletics which is the hardest thing to achieve but uh that's your that's kind of your point and, and again you know caden sill and uh and excuse me Daniel Sill, Caden Carr, I, I had a dyslexic moment. I tried to morph them into one person. <laughs> Thank goodness there are two. You still have two more freshmen, offensive line-wise, that will show up uh, in June. Mm -hmm. It's a really good offensive line class. Um, I do think, however, though, 
you are out and about still looking for maybe uh, an entry via an offensive tackle position in the portal yourself. And so may want to add to your, your position group uh, at offensive line. And I think uh, it'll be more, you know, leaving. I think that you've seen some offers to a couple of linebackers in the portal, one from uh, Ferris State, one from Northern Illinois. And so I think that there's still some room or still some potential work to get done with you putting your roster together, I guess I should say. So this is twofold, but I think they're they're basically telling you we'd like a little more help offensive tackle-wise and interior linebacker-wise. So in this in this portal window closed on Saturday night, but does not close obviously for seeking out players in the portal. That's, that's oh no, a ways not down at all. It, yeah, the, 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 this window was just about entering it. Yeah, um, there are hundreds and hundreds of players that are currently in the portal. Right. The Saturday evening deadline was just to enter it. So to prohibit you showing up on Wednesday morning and going, um, I'm missing all these dudes. And I didn't know, <laughs> excuse me. I, I didn't, I had no idea that I would be without these guys, you know? And so it, it's just trying to really keep the schools and players and coaches. It's trying to protect them from themselves. So there's not this 365 day recruiting cycle going on. Yeah. Like we gotta, at some point we got to limit this folks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So barring any late news, like you mentioned in the portal, you've really gone a couple of cycles through um, with Joey McGuire as your coach where you really haven't lost any major guys. Kobe Miner might be the, the biggest name that you've lost to the portal up to this point um, in terms of two deep type of guys. But the, it seems like everywhere we look, everybody's losing somebody. So a big player here or there. Wow. Oh, yeah. This it, is, it's this kind is... of crazy that Joey McGuire has been able to keep everybody or most of your main guys intact. Yeah, th this has become the norm uh, on, on just kind of some churn yeah. at the back end of your roster. Um, it's not going to stop. And again... If Jack Tucker or Caden Weatherby or LB Moore, they want to play more somewhere mm -hmm. else, and I, I, you know, you can't fault them for that. That's the way this is set up. Um, now, the flip side is that they get into the portal and, like, you know, hey, go, hey, I, I've thought about, it. I want to come back, I want to come back. You know, like you, you're in, under no obligation to right. to save a scholarship or to save a spot or whatever for them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I, I. I uh, yeah, Joe, Joey's been able to keep uh, the nucleus intact. I, I, again, the Kobe Minor uh, departure, that, that was a bit of a blow. I don't yeah. mind saying that. I mean, he he would be heavily factored in this year, uh, at, you know, had he had he stayed uh, back at, at semester. I, I, I think um, Philip Liddy was a guy. I don't know if they necessarily wanted to lose him. Okay. Um, I think uh, – but, but your point is well taken in that it's a culture – that most of these kids really want to, you know, be a part of. And I don't, sometimes though it's about patience, you know, is there somebody is. willing to wait their turn and kind of ease into this, or does somebody want to skip to the end really fast? Like everybody's running a different race, uh, going through a different journey with what their expectations are versus what the needs are of the program and all those kinds of things. But uh, I just know Joey is very, big on being upfront, transparent, and honest with all these guys. You know, I think yeah. that is, uh, that, that is uh, a good way to be. 
All right, a, a few questions we have from the audience. We'll start with a couple of random ones, then get to a couple of basketball ones after that. Um, let's start with this one. Why does baseball not have a net ranking like basketball does? It doesn't make sense for Tech to be top 15 in the rankings and then 60s in the RPI. She'll drop from top 15 after losing 2-3 to K-State this weekend. Yeah, you know, that that's basically each sport uh, and, and, and its selection committee can decide what criteria they want to use. It You know, the, you know, the college football playoff, they put a committee together to, to, to rank the contenders, you know, mm-hmm. and they use a variety of different things. You know, we've 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 heard body clock and we've heard uh, eye test and yeah. we've heard. You know, then there's the hard data. And uh-huh. Did you win a championship? Did you what? How are you, good are you on the road? Um, you know, how, you know, did, did you even play for a league title? Did you ultimately win? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff there. And and then in uh, in basketball, they kind of changed this up several years ago because it used to be an RPI scenario, and they they were like, let let's let's create this net ranking, and and they basically are telling you. It's through the NCAA, but it's it's this is what this is what we will this is our barometer. This is mm-hmm. what we will use, and it's it's neutral. It's home. It's away. It's um, you know there's a variety of different things uh, that, that kind of factor into it, but it, and it constantly changes day to day throughout the season as the results start to to come in, and it it's not you know foolproof um, you know, and it doesn't mean that if you're the twenty third you know, ranking in the net that you can't get a one seed, for example. But again, sure. it's just a good barometer. You know, to, to the person asking the question about the, the ranking in the net and all that stuff, it's, you know, and I hate to say this, but, and, and Choice, you know this, but like the top 15 ranking, it's meaningless. It mm-hmm. doesn't count for anything other than making you feel kind of better about yourself or seeing the number next to it. And then you can, it, it really is absolutely meaningless. It's, yeah. Right. Right now, if the season ended, <laughs> most, most of these projections that you look at have tech as a, a two or a three seed doesn't matter about the ranking you've got, but a two or three seed in someone else's regional. So yeah, it's, yeah. It, and, and, and I think it's clear based on your, and, and so the, the point is though, is that I think the college baseball selection committee factors the RPI in heavily that quite, th- this yeah. is their, and, and again, it's, how you played at home, how'd you play in your league? How'd you play? You know, it, it's some different, uh, you know, a slightly different formula that they use, but th- that's kind of what they use. And so unfortunately your, your RPI lace last check was in the, in the upper fifties, lower sixties, and it mm-hmm. may get worse after losing the series uh, at Kansas state this weekend. Um, Cause I think one of the knocks on you is you haven't been exactly very good away from home, you know? That's, and I yeah. think that that is, you're being punished for that, but that's, everybody knows the rules and it just doesn't look like there's really any way that the Red Raiders will be in a position to host. No, I, I think they could win out and even win the big 12. And I think it'd be really difficult. I agree. Based on, happen, so. yeah, there, there was uh there were folks that were like 23 and 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 things like that that I think barely got to host last year, but that's one of the highest examples of an RPI in the lower 20s, and that that was fairly recently. But I knew like TCU, I think last year was even in a in a in a similar situation. Yep, they were, and they yeah, they, and they didn't. Uh, exactly, I, I, and, and they didn't host. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, I think the lowest I think the lowest is like 28 or 29 in the last 10 to 12 years. 
on the RPI that that has hosted. So, and it's actually nowhere close to that range right now. So, yeah, just kind of stinks. Um, but you haven't won games away from home, so that's yeah, that's kind of the. And, the and again, thing. everybody knows the rules. This isn't like nobody's changed the midstream. I mean, everybody knows that yeah. you know the same kind of criteria factors in and. And some of this depends on okay, how how strong is your league? Does that help your margin for error? Um, you know, uh, I, I just remember like like for, to use another basketball example, there used to be a key stat that they used to factor in heavily. That now it's just totally yeah. meaningless. It doesn't factor in. That was the last ten games. So in other words, if you were nine and one in your last ten versus if you were, you know, two yeah. and two and eight in your last ten that really had a chance to really improve or hurt mm-hmm. your seating for the NCAA tournament. Now they don't care whether you win or lose in, in March or in November or yep. whatever, it all just gets lumped in there and, and, and all that. So there's no like recency bias, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, but uh, you know, and you know, we always have this conversation too about conference tournaments. Do they really, those will be considered neutral site games. You know, yep. that's, that's just the way it goes. And that's right. It it doesn't help your road record per se because this no. is what's factored in are true road games. Yeah, true road games. Yeah. Uh, uh, another somewhat random question. Mark asked, "Did Lovett Cooper win district in every sport this year? Or does it just seem like it?" <laughs> they well, did win a lot of district titles, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, I think Mark's. Uh, I, I think I'm, I know the Mark you're speaking of. I think his <laughs> sweet daughter was uh, helped uh, the the Lady Pirates to the basketball. Uh, which I yeah. guess technically they didn't. That that's one district that they what split, I guess with with split. Monterey. Technically, they got to share the district title. Yeah, so, so yeah, co champs, co champs um, on that, that one. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, baseball just won it. Um, you know, boys basketball did not. They did win track and field, boys and girls side, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's you know typically uh, in in their you know in their deal i'm sure most people don't even want to hear about this but uh, typically yeah they're very competitive you know? someone did they asked yeah yeah so uh let's see going to basketball now three different basketball questions kelly asks what current basketball portal targets do you think we need to help us be the most competitive in big 12 play also does J- Jalen tyson end up at kansas what portal targets would help you what was the way it was phrased be most competitive in Big 12 play. Yeah. Well, the best portal transfers. That that's the ones that I would prefer. <laughs> the ones at the top get. of the yeah. list. Yeah. That that's that right. uh, yeah. Tyler Perry guy would be pretty good, which I I believe he'll make a decision on Tuesday. So when you're listening to this matters on that front. Yeah, correct. Um you have a feeling on that one, any direction, or is it just kind of up? And well, up? I I don't uh, unless he snuck in to Lubbock this past weekend. I don't think that it's Texas Tech per se because he didn't visit. However, I would say he knows the coaches, and so maybe doesn't need to to visit. Um, I go back more to fit mm-hmm. on. I think you're more likely to add uh, Kendall Weaver, the the point guard from UTA, than you are Tyler Perry. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, you know, one of them it was the freshman of the year in the Southland. The other one is the, you know, player of the year with one year left in, in the, you know, uh, Conference USA. USA. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, I just gather, you know, his stature and being an older player, I just think uh, I don't know if you're going to have – add something like that next to pop 
you know, based on how that X is knows part of it. Again, I could be wrong. And if he, if he should, I will say this, if Tyler Perry shows up here and he does like pick Texas tech and say, you know what? I I just want to play for coach McCaslin. He will be the ultimate culture guy. And he Mm -hmm. will be the guy that coach McCaslin, coach Brower and, um, and, and coach AC kind of point to and say, do it like this guy does it. This guy squeezes Mm -hmm. as much out of, uh, of him, his ability, and what he had as anybody we've ever coached, he's going to be the example and how we want you to be on the court, off the court, all those kinds of things. And he would help immensely from that standpoint. So I just, I guess I tend to think he's headed to, to Kansas State. That was the word initially. Mm. That was the word a month ago that he was headed there. There was an assistant coach that was on Coach McCaslin's staff. Uh, two years ago, not this yeah. past season, but a year and a half ago, whatever it was. And he is now with Jerome Tang at Kansas State. That's the tie. That's where I think he ends up. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Uh, do you think Jalen Tyson ends up at Kansas? I, I don't know. I think uh, Auburn has tried with Corey Williams. I think, you know, obviously there's the connection with Matt Sherbinsky and Fardaw's AMAC at Cal. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Kansas is certainly a possibility. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, but I mean, I don't know if I would put Kansas in like the favorite category per se. But uh, I mean, he's going to end up power five. Uh, I guess if I was rooting for something, I would love for Cal or Auburn. I don't want to have to do the whole Kevin McCullough thing in back to back years. That just is. I think you're probably going to. Well, yeah, still going to get the prefer- Kevin McCullough thing in back-to-back years with actually Kevin McCullough, right? He, has he made an announcement? He hasn't. He does have a, another year to go. Um, you know, and there could be a, a direct correlation into McCullough and Jalen Tyson. I mean, they may, you know, the, the way that they want to work it or mm-hmm. rotational or, or position, you know, they, they kind of play in some okay. ways, the same thing mm-hmm. kind of combo guard slash wing. So, you know, that, that is certainly worth monitoring too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Trisha asks, is there a rule that a player needs to sit out if they transfer from a school in the same conference that they're switching to? No, um, I think many people wish there was. Do you? Uh, which is just what they, we were talking about right there. I mean, what, what was the the Baker Mayfield, uh-huh. you know, kind of thing? Even though he walked on, you know, was a walk on, and 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 you know, yeah. Do you think deal. that rule should be in place? You know, I, I I don't I don't think so. I think that if you either if you're either allowing, you know, go where you want it's kind of like you're either a little bit pregnant or you're not. <laughs> I mean, or, or, or you're either pregnant or you're not. You not a little, no bit, little bit Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Sorry, I, yeah. I screwed the wording up right there. Yeah, you get, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. like you, you either allow transfers and kind of free reign here or you don't. And, you know, it, it becomes awkward and uncomfortable a bit in certain situations, but that's just part of the deal. I mean, I think uh, – I'm like, for example, Texas Tech, I think, was reported to be interested in Jimmy Bell, uh, the uh, the post player for West Virginia this year, big 285-pound kid. I mean, you know, maybe it benefits you in a situation like that. Um, you know, but we, we've seen a variety of different – and most people talk about the basketball part of this because this has been fairly high profile. But, 
I uh, I think as long as everybody has the same rules, I guess I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to ultimately get my feeling. Again, it's worked for Texas Tech in some ways and worked against you, you know. But sure. again, nobody's nobody's uh, you know. If, if you wanted to keep a guy, you you should have kept him, you know. If you don't want to have to play against him, you know, yeah. kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yep, definitely do. Doesn't make me like it, but it's. Still... <laughs> I mean, no, think about mean. it. Think about it. Oh, where no, would you right. where would you be right now if you didn't have Monroe Mills playing left tackle for you? Yeah. I mean, I kind of that 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 one big time benefit, you know. I mean, so yeah, I mean, there's you, been across sports you've you've benefited from it. There's yeah. there's no question. I mean, Tyler Owens, another one on the football team that, that did the same thing from uh, Texas. Uh, shoot, your baseball team, Gavin Cash. That's a pretty good one that you got for from Texas. So yeah, that. Hey, you you benefit from it. Uh, it makes you cringe at times when you have to go up against Kevin McCuller and, and some others like that. But it's that's where it's at right now. Uh, Roberto asks, who is Grant McCaslin targeting for coaching assistance at this point? Yeah, I, mean, I think everybody would love to know that. I mean, yeah. again, I, I will maintain that Ben McCollum will be a part of this search until somebody tells me that he's not or until yeah. that all staff spots are full. Uh, I just don't uh, I don't envision a scenario to where uh, we will get a full like announced staff until mid to late May, you know, per se. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, though, that uh, you're you're getting into May now and, and you're you're you know, the, the portal window closes. Maybe 11th, 13th ish, uh, somewhere yeah. around in there. And so, you know, you're you've still got a ways to go from a recruiting standpoint, but. Um, we don't have any more closure there at all. Uh, but until somebody, until somebody tells me that Ben, you know, that you, you have no more spots to hire and, and, and all that, I won't, I won't stop mentioning Ben McCollum's name, but as far as all candidates or backup candidates or primary candidates, great question. All right. Last question comes from me, Chris level for the ask level podcast. Uh, gotta know. Went to the movies this past weekend, took the kids the the Super Mario one. But gotta know what what are the Chris level staples when you go to the movie? What do you have to get from the uh, concession stand there at the movies? <laughs> What's the must? Well, if if I was going to a movie and I because I, I, I most often I don't participate in the concessions, I just kind of. You leave the popcorn buy, out. If I buy something, I'll buy a bottle of water. I sneak in a bottle of water. Shoot that's, me. Sorry, that's, they're not. It's the know, way to go. Charging like six or seven bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't break any rules or laws or anything. I'm just like bringing my own <laughs> water that I owned before, so we're clear. Um, but if I if I would do, I would get a small popcorn, definitely with butter and a small. So I just think that uh, movie theater popcorn is really bad for you like extra <clears throat> bad for you compared to well yeah other popcorn. that's what makes but it I, taste I am, so good i'm I'm layer I'm, I'm doing the whole butter thing and i'll tell you a hack on it is you take a straw push down the little container right. push this you know get a straw put the straw in the middle of the popcorn and then you you, you drizzle that thing right down the straw and that's it'll right. get uh it'll get that butter in the bottom of the popcorn and then you kind of hit it over the top and the, excuse me <clears throat> And then I'd get a, uh, I'm, I'm choking up thinking about uh, popcorn and butter. Um, I, I always get the small soda, which is bang for your buck. It's bad, again, because just the soda is not great for you. Yeah. 
and they'll tell you well for like 50 cents more you can get this giant tub of of soda and i don't i don't want to do that to myself so if i indulge it's just small popcorn butter the way i told you and then small either dr pepper or regular coke that's really all i I don't i don't do all the candy silliness Mm -hmm. uh yeah my kids do like my 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 son will get the some sugary sour something that just has ropes of stuff and you know, I mean, and it's like, well, this is like $12 worth of whatever it is. And it's neon green and there's stuff sprinkled all over it. And it, if you put, if you put it in your mouth, it's like, you can't taste for the next uh, several hours. Cause it's just oh, yeah. like, you know, so anyways, there's my long, uh, there you go. The, the straw in the middle. That's a pro move. That's yeah. It's the good stuff right there. Learn that. Learn that a long time ago, man. There you go. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Just try, all it's right. all about even butter distribution. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even buttered distribution. <laughs> Your Chris Level hack for the week. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, appreciate you, Level. We'll uh, go see air, man. I told you about this. I know. I had all the kids, so well, I, I, I get it. Yeah, well, you can't. Well, yeah, it's, it's, air is, air is very high on the list. I also want to see this new big George Foreman movie. I'm pretty interested in that one. So oh, okay. okay, that one that one looks good. But we'll we'll get there. Movie reviews right here on the podcast. There you there, go. There go. That's yeah. what we're here for. Something like yeah. that. All right, Level. Have a great week, man. Yeah, you too, man. Appreciate it, Woodman. Keep hope alive, everybody. That's Chris Lovell. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned in to the Ask Level podcast, brought to you by Double T 97.3. You've been listening to the Ask Level podcast, powered by Double T 97.3.